Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC's orthopedics team, offering hip, knee, joint, spine, and back treatments. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaortho. Last month, I spoke with John McElligot, founder and chief executive officer of York Exponential, about artificial intelligence and its future. As a follow-up on that conversation, today we are speaking with Brian Sathianathan, co-founder and chief technology officer of Iterate.ai, about how his tech company is using artificial intelligence to help other companies detect what's called, quote, quit quiet quitting. The COVID-19 pandemic set off a nearly unprecedented churn in the U.S. labor market, and the nation's quit rate reached a 20-year high in 2021. Two years later, employers are still seeing an influx in people resigning from jobs. Brian joins us on The Spark today to give us some insight on why this is happening and ways to prevent it. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And happy to be here. So, Brian, what is quiet quitting and what are some of the reasons why it is taking place? So quiet quitting is essentially em- employees leaving the workplace um, and um, leaving rather rather secretly in the sense that, you know, um, they are, they're getting better offers or better positions that satisfy their needs. Right. And it this quiet quit, quitting, as you mentioned, became popular during the pandemic time frame where companies were hiring very rapidly and there was opportunities all over the place. Right. Uh, partially, it also uh, is um, exaggerated, not exaggerated, but elevated by uh, by, you know, people working remotely. Uh, so that's an area where, you know, the constant human touch point is lacking and it's harder for employees to connect with their peers and their managers and their leaders. Um, this also it's one of the reasons why quiet quitting has increased over the over the last couple of years. But slowly now, I think things are winding down a bit, you know, as as the economy is uh, uh, and the landscapes are shifting. Yeah, you talked about uh, working remotely. According to a recent survey, 98% of people surveyed saying that they would would like to uh, work remotely. They would like the option to do so for the rest of their careers. You know, is that one of the reasons why this is taking place? And, you know, are companies able to accommodate uh, that new want? No, it's a great question. Um, so yeah, the the working remotely, um, you know, is especially it it, it uh, became very popular during pandemic. But what has happened is for, that also has helped employees and workers um, move away into cheaper neighborhoods and areas where it's more affordable, right? And set a life uh, that's much more higher quality in life. Um, so once now a lot of senior leaders within larger corporations are asking everybody to come back to work, right? But I think the world is going to go into a place where you know there is going to be some form of remote work uh, that's going to be available in almost every company at least a couple of days a week, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's definitely good for the um, employees. But at the same time, it also creates a little bit of the challenge where, you know, you don't have the typical, you know, water cooler confirm- uh, conversations. You don't get that, you know, the touch, the constant touch of, you know, your peers and the management and the leaders and all that vision, you know, you don't get to hear every day. So there's a little bit of a disconnect between the employee working at home versus, you know, what's going on in the company's vision and the goal. So it's a little bit harder to communicate. That's why one of the reasons we are providing tool sets and capabilities using artificial intelligence to um, to create conversational experiences where the, the employees can interact with their HR departments, with their leaders using machine learning techniques, ask questions, and there are systems that could actually answer automatically uh, to these employees using AI. You talked about the needs of employees not being met uh, within companies. According to CNBC, an article that they published, individuals are trying to exercise their right to find employment anywhere that meets their needs, their family needs, their work needs, their location needs. So how much do people factor in their wants or dreams when it comes to their place of work? I think... uh in the in the past pre pandemic uh, even though they had the needs and wants um, to some degree it has been ignored because of you know companies um, have a dual responsibility right uh, being responsible to their employees at the same time being responsible to their shareholders creating uh, growth and so on but over time i think during the pandemic um, the, the 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 employee needs have you know it has got a little bit more um, what do you say, amplified, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's visible and the employees have made permanent changes in their lifestyles, like, so like buying homes outside major cities and, you know, going further into moving into towns where the quality of life is higher and better. Um, so all those things actually it has amplified the employee needs, with, which I think in the long term is a good thing, right? Because we are building companies that are not only serving the shareholders, but also serving the employees and, and addressing their needs. And, and companies have to figure out over the years, you know, in the next coming years, how to do this, uh, how to um, so, uh, play the dual responsibility uh, uh, much more gracefully. Are people frequently going into jobs uh, not asking the questions that need to be asked or are unclear of uh, the expectations for the roles? And does that have anything to do with quiet quitting? Uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Because the quiet quitting uh, plays, uh, I think it's, it's uh, triggered all the way from, you know, from the whole employee, employee hiring process, from all the way from hiring uh, from soliciting the employee uh, and convincing him through the hiring process, going through an interview, uh, to to onboarding and and also the consistent confirmation uh, conversation with the company to the point or to offboarding, right? So it's a it's a problem that you see, you know, all through the chain, right? The mm-hmm. all through the value chain. So I think at every part of the value chain, there are opportunities to avoid quiet uh, quitting by having better touch points, having better conversations mm-hmm. with the employee. Uh, creating an open communication channel is going to um, eradicate or like, um, no, I wouldn't say eradicate, but rather reduce most of the uh, friction. So talk to me a little bit about how your company is helping to detect quiet, quit- quiet quitting uh, with artificial intelligence. 
So I think one of the things we can do is we, we provide a low-code drag-and-drop platform that has all these accelerators built in applications. So one uh, so there are capabilities to 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 build applications where one can uh, one has the ability to detect certain engagements in uh, how employees are engaging in uh, certain activities. Um, the other is we also have conversational experiences. So like you can you know talk to the you, we have HR bots. We have various forms of bots where you could talk to the senior leaders, but without the leaders being present, right? Could answer questions uh, based on you know pre-trained data, which will create a better communication between the employees on their Slack channels and other channels with the senior leadership. Tell me, where did the idea for this uh, technology come from? Uh, so. It's been, uh, I think we've been building um, AI-based um, technology since 2018. Um, and uh, as a part of, you know, some of these cases, our own HR teams wanted to use uh, uh, a conversational experience with the employees, especially simple questions that can be answered, right? A consistent communication. So we built a, a couple of um, examples in our own platform, right? Using a so sort of eat your own dog food experience. And we put that in for various employees to use, right? So that uh, one thing led to another. And then there was interest among uh, various corporates to, to use a technology like this. Now, Brian, I have to ask, is this an, an, an invasion of someone's privacy or or do the employees have a right to uh, you know, opt to be a part of this or opt to uh, not use their information for uh, data? No, no, absolutely. Everything is opt-in based. It's not forced on any employees, right? The, even the conversational chatbots uh, only get activated inside Slack if you enable, if you invoke them. So employees are given the option to to uh, show on how to invoke them, and once they once you invoke them, you can have a conversation with them. Uh, so it's all opt-in based. Uh, we don't we don't promote or uh, uh, support uh, any invasive type of technology because this is all about the well-being of the employees and 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 bettering the human race right not 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 about using ai for you know control purposes so how early can uh, this artificial intelligence software detect the signs of quiet quitting and what is the margin for error um great question um so i think a lot of the because it's invoked by employees enough employees have to start using it Right. So that allows us to detect a lot of this stuff because it's not invasive. So it's not used across the employee base. Uh, a lot of AI systems have, you know, 80 to 90 percent accuracy rate. So you're, you're looking at, you know, 15 to 20 percent margin, worst case scenarios and about a 5 percent margin for error. But but you're, you're also at the same time looking at a world where there is no data at all. Right. So in a, in a world where you don't have you have no data, have absolutely no idea what's going on to a place where you have 70 to 85 percent data, uh, which is which is a lot, lot, lot better. So that's why I think this gets super interesting. So what are some examples of ways that the software can predict when an employee's drive and contentment with an organization is starting to fade? Uh, so I think, you know, as they are engaging with the with the bot, like the type of questions that they're asking and then the type of engagement, you know, they're having uh, um, is all measured. And that could actually create an ability to identify if uh, if the, the, the current emotions of the employee um, and, uh, and, and then predictions are made based on that. There's a popular saying that 
uh, once someone's bags are packed, it's hard to persuade them to stay. And if they do, they won't be staying for long. <laughs> is that true in your estimation, Brian? No, it is true. It is true, right? People will always do what's what's right for them, right? This is a, I mean, we 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 never consider AI as the silver bullet to solve any 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 problems. It's an an added layer, right? So by looking and thinking it that way, I think we know what its limitations are. At the same time, what value and help it can add. Absolutely. There are some times where people make decisions, employees make decisions. Uh, they need to go somewhere else. Uh, and that's for their good. And that will eventually, it, it's for the betterment for all parties. Is there a realistic expectation that employers should have in today's day and age when it comes to how long a person will stay with their company? Um, it's a it's a good question, but at the same time, it's also a lot of different um, aspects. Um, in the, the, there's a lot of elements that are influencing it, right? One is the economy in general, the macro economy, right? Uh, during, I mean, even if you look at the quiet quitting rate at the t- tip of the pandemic, it was 85%, and then it went into some 50. Now it's I think in the lower 20s, I believe, right? Depending on you know who's measuring and what metrics they used. So macro economy is definitely a, a big plays a big role in it. Uh, the other is also just the just the how the employ employees employers are also still you know getting um, getting themselves uh, kind of used to the fact that you know remote work is here to stay and this type of you know employee engagement is there to stay the other is the traditional the american age curve theory right you know like as you have there are more you know gen x uh, sorry gen um, the millennials uh, than the gen x's and and so on right as every alternate generation has a larger higher population who have a bigger voice right so as those things are changing um based on all those factors i think it, it plays and then the other is also the role that you have right i mean depending on certain roles where where you have to have less touch points with uh, with the head office and you can work very remotely and more gracefully uh, with very minimal directions. There are roles where you don't need to speak to your manager often your, or your leadership often because it's a very you know self-sufficient roles. But there are other roles where you have to have a lot more constant touch points. Mm-hmm. So, it, so all those factors play into it. So after someone uses your uh, software and receives results, do most companies have the capability to meet their employees' needs? Um, That's a good question. Some do and some don't, right? Some of the needs are, like you said, we packed our bags, we are leaving. Some of them are, you know, yes, it's an early detection and we can take actions uh, to create better training programs, better conversation and provide more information in general, right? Because sort of, you know, because a lot of employees are pulling information and, and as long as the company can provide more targeted information uh, to address their needs, uh, that's better, right? A lot of times, you know, there is a, a, a sort of a, a dry zone or a dead zone created where the employee just don't have the information and they are in the dark, right? Providing better information because companies have like websites and intranet sites with millions and millions of information, but it's very hard for employees to find those things just because of the sheer amount of information available. The idea is, you know, today's age, you know, everybody, the tables take that, you know, if I want to find something, I can just go ask Alexa, right? Mm-hmm. You got to create the same experience uh, with for employees for their communication. I ask a question and I get an answer. I'm, I'm not searching my intranet site for three hours. Yeah. 
Talk to me a little bit about your background and why it was important for you to be involved in creating this kind of technology. Uh, my background, um, I my I, I'm a technologist. Um, I started um, in 2000, in the early 2000s, uh, with Apple yes. um, as a as a technology technologist, uh, helping with uh, cryptography, security, and various forms of you know innovation um, uh, avenues. But over time, um, I I became an entrepreneur. Um, I started my first company in 2007 in the video streaming space. And then, uh, and then did venture capital, you know, investing in companies. And then now I'm, a, I'm with, I'm, I'm, I co-founded Iterate.ai, essentially to help large companies um, battle the challenge of uh, digital innovation. Right? Digital, digital is a very powerful force. If you look at the digital market by 2030, I think it's going to be 2.1 trillion. It's a very large market, uh, but large traditional companies whose core is not technology. Um, are still struggling uh, to combat and and compete in the digital age. Uh, so so I, so this company Iterate.ai was built uh, to address that need. Are there companies who have already implemented the software that your company has created to detect quiet quitting? And if so, what are their results? Um, I don't think we can actually talk about that because specifically, but there are companies trying out the solution um, uh, to 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 uh, to to address employees uh, employee needs as needed. Yeah, and also to analyze existing survey data and all that stuff using our software. And what's the COVID nineteen pandemic a huge uh, inspiration for you to uh, get the software going? That's right. Absolutely. I mean, I think COVID pandemic allowed us to expand our business in general in various areas to create better frictionless experience for customers. Right. So a lot of our existing uh, larger clients have been in you know, deploying our software to create better frictionless experience for their customers all the way from, you know, frictionless, you know, gas pumping to frictionless, you know, payment systems and so on and so forth using pretty advanced like AI, computer vision, OCR uh, technologies and, and conversational commerce technologies. Yeah, I want to hear more about that. Your company also works with several global enterprises such as Circle K, Pampered uh, Chef, Ulta Beauty, and uh, Jockey and more, but in different capacities. So what are some of the other ways that your company is using artificial intelligence to help uh, companies? No, it's a great question. So if you look at artificial intelligence, it's not one thing, right? Because artificial intelligence have many form to it. So the easiest, the earliest one is the, I would say the low hanging uh, fruit is sort of like, you know, using artificial intelligence on your website to do recommendation and personalization. So uh, we work with number of retail customers where we are powering them, that type of technologies. The other is when you go into a commerce site or any of the transactional sites, you want to be able to search more efficiently, more intelligently. We are powering technologies like that in our platform. Um, and then the other is on store because a lot of retailers and you know various convenience stores have physical stores. So if you take your vehicle to pump gas, you want to use computer vision technologies to be able to provide uh, recognition of license plate, you know, um, and also for the uh, use uh, technologies to say like to, to help the associates, you know, clean stores and do all that stuff, more sophisticated experiences uh, using computer vision. Uh, so that's a vision side of computer science, uh, com computer of AI. 
and then we also help on on websites and other uh, mobile apps and others to do conversational commerce which is more like the natural language processing so we play on like computer vision on natural language processing as well as data uh, uh, you know data analysis with ai and lately with i'm sure with you heard chat gpt and all those things we are also building offerings to uh, for brands to, uh, you know, enhance and and add their content uh, in AI and and create more generative content that are much more brand friendly as well. I mean, we will, we have not released those products. We are on the process of working in some of those products as well. In regards to your software uh, about uh, quiet quitting, do you suspect that quiet quitting will continue to be a growing concern unless companies find ways to detect it and act on it early? Um, no, I think uh, definitely it will be it it will be an ongoing concern. But I think the the percentages have dropped because of all the macroeconomic and all the other factors I've mentioned previously. But it's it's something that's definitely going to go on, and it it may convert into much bigger problems later, right? If companies don't address, it's all about communicating and keeping an open communication line with the employees. And much bigger problems such as what? Uh, much, much bigger problems such as, you know, um, um, basically employees giving bad reviews on companies and then sort of being not being able to hire top quality talent, right? As the macroeconomic conditions get better, right? You are still gonna you're gonna get the the problem of companies chasing talent, right? Which we had during the pandemic, right? Every company hired really rapidly. It was very hard to find the best talent, right? So as you know, quiet quitting happens, eventually it'll turn into much more of a voiced opinion and not quite quitting, mm. right? Um, so you want to be able to um, you want to be able to uh, address that need before you, even before it arises. Well, it's been an awesome opportunity to speak with you, Mr. Brian. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.